Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Welcome back to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. I'm sure we can all relate to situations where we set out to do certain things, but the thought involved with doing something versus actually starting to take an action can be pretty cumbersome. On one side, this can be frustrating and debilitating to ourselves, but on the flip side, it can also be irritating when we watch others around us continuously make empty promises to themselves or others. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the expression talking the talk, not walking the walk? Or in other words, he or she can talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. So this will be our topic of discussion for today um, and totally can't relate to what mom was saying at all. (laughs) According to the Cambridge Dictionary, the expression talking the talk and walking the walk is defined as someone who does not act in a way that agrees with the things that are they are saying. Yeah, and if this isn't making sense, just a couple simple examples would be if someone was talking about how they were going to start recycling all of their cans and their bottles and they tell you about all the benefits of recycling and what great it's doing and then they never actually implement this practice into their life. You could then say about this person that they're talking the talk but they're not walking the walk. Um, another simple example would be If someone was to talk about how they are a super kind and forgiving person, but then you knowing that person, you know that they're the type that likes to start or or cause arguments um, or are rude to other people, uh, they hold grudges. So you could say the same about this person, that they're uh, talking the talk, but they don't necessarily walk the walk. Yeah. Quite simply, some people just don't ever stick to what they say they're going to do. But why is this? Uh, Some suggest that humans are naturally this way. It's not so much of a personal issue, but more of a struggle or a situation that, uh, you know, all of us can relate to from time to time. Things like that happen that we, you know, set out to do something and it doesn't always work out. But Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about the next level of this, I think, uh, people that consistently, you know, say things and then don't deliver. So in regard to this, uh, we have something here that was said by Socrates and Aristotle. They developed a word that actually described this type of behavior. And uh, I believe it is pronounced acrasia. Yeah. <laughs> so acrasia is the state of acting acting against your better judgment. Um, And this was found on jamesclear.com. So this word can actually also be loosely used to describe procrastination or a lack of self-control. And acrasia is what prevents you from following through on what you set out to do. So I kind of see it as like a a flip-flop word to procrastination. It's kind of comparable to. Mm -hmm. According to empoweringparents.com though, Um, They have something to say about how you may or may not have been held accountable when you were being raised. So 
um, how you were held accountable or lack thereof as a child can also carry through to your adult life. And without accountability in place, um, kids can easily blame others for their action. Um, if they can refuse to follow the rules if they find it's unfair and they can find ways to justify their behaviors, which you know, that can just kind of perpetuate into the next generation. And then they become the parent that doesn't, you know, follow through on what they say they're going to do. And, you know, then they're raising children of their own to kind of just relive the family cycle over and over again. Yeah. And um, also on this website, it mentions that if you create a true culture of accountability in your house, your child will know that no matter who started it or what happened first, everyone is responsible for their own behavior. And that's the main message in all of, you know, this life lesson as a child is that you need to be held accountable for your own actions. Otherwise, like mom was just describing, you grow up as an adult and you don't want to be held accountable for anything. Oh, that's not my fault. Or, oh, this happened because this person did this, not because I played a role in that part. Mm-hmm. And as adults, you know, it can be pretty disappointing to, you know, if you have people in your life, either at work or social contacts that uh, are chronically making commitments and then not following through, you know, after a while, that gets pretty old pretty quick. Yeah, I also kind of see it as um, in reference to um, saying you're going to do something and then not doing it in that sort of context. I kind of see it as a form of self-manipulation. Mom and I were talking about this. She doesn't know she necessarily agrees, but I kind of see procrastination, uh, acrasia, um, and just this situation in general, like when we set ourselves up for failure or we say we're going to do something and we have no intention of holding that promise, it's kind of, I don't know, I find it's kind of you're manipulating yourself. Uh, that's just my opinion. Well, it's definitely self-defeating. There's no doubt yeah. about that. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, scientifically put, um, this is a phenomenon of behavioral economics that's termed uh, time inconsistency. So mm-hmm. I had never heard of this before we started out to uh, prepare for this show, but This is when we evaluate immediate rewards more highly than the future ones. So um, that old instant gratification thing that we we see going on a lot today in our own society, whether it's social media, Amazon, or, you know, you're sick and maybe you don't want to get to the root cause. You just want to take an aspirin and call it a day. So yeah, it's a Band-Aid. It's a Band-Aid to a bigger issue at play. Yeah. yeah. So your brain does um, long for those long-term benefits, but it values the immediate gratification when it comes to the present moment. So, you know, the, the faster we can get to the, you know, the pull the trigger and the reaction kind of uh, situation, that's, that's what they're talking about right there. Yeah. The happy hormone, right? Like, let's just get that quick reaction versus, you know, the slow buildup for greater gratification, but Anyways, um, there's also, um, if you think about it, the flip side of the coin. So some people just suck at sticking to their promised plans or actions to themselves or even others. So it has nothing to do with actual motivation, which is what I feel like we've been talking about up to this point. And it has a lot more to do with someone's intentions, their priorities, and their morals just overall. Yeah. We've all been met with disappointment, like I was saying earlier, you know, when people don't follow through on something, 
that uh, you were perhaps looking forward to doing with them or relying on them for it can can be pretty tough and creates a lot of friction in relationships and yeah we know some people are just struggling with debilitating men mental illness or other health issues um, that makes it physically very difficult for them to put forth the put forth the effort um, that you know, a lot of times they wish that they had been able to put more into it themselves. But this doesn't mean people should be using this as their scapegoat either. Like, no, you know, I, I think of a recent situation that Kennedy and I actually found ourselves in. Um, we had purchased tickets to go to something and um, the time drew closer and I contacted the provider and said, like, hey, we haven't heard anything, you know, I sent you the money and we got the tickets, but you know, is, is this still a thing? Because there had been an issue with them providing services in the past. And uh, it was just kind of getting a hold of them to check out what was going on. And the, the person in charge there read the message and didn't respond. And I thought, well, that's strange. I could see they read it. And I thought, you know, well, people get busy. That's okay. And like days went by days and days. And meanwhile, it's getting closer, getting closer. And Kennedy and I had some other plans that we wanted to make around that particular thing. And so again, I messaged and I'm like, Hey, sorry to bug you, but like, can I have an answer? Just making sure before mm. we go all the way there and come to find out they had canceled the event, but they didn't bother to tell us. And um, we found out through other means that the event was canceled. And that's kind of why I was feeling it out in the first place, because we hadn't gotten any information that had been canceled. So I thought, well, it must still be on, right? But just wanted to check. Yeah. And I guess, you know, those kind of things happen in business. But at the same time, I see the same provider, um, creating other events that were to happen around the same time and the other people's events didn't get canceled and you know more here come more and more and more events but it, very confusing for us because and disappointing it was something we were really looking forward to doing so uh, especially as a business practice not the best idea I mean I know we will never purchase from that particular provider again and you know, there was the option and then to refund the money. That was another nightmare of chase around and chase around. You know, come on. And this is a great example, too, of because it's a business transaction, it's an easy way to compare. Like we've paid someone money and we have an expectation to receive in this situation a service. Mm -hmm. So you have this trust in this like business relationship that they're going to follow through on what they promised you with your purchase. And just to reiterate with what mom's saying too, it's very much, you know, she's walking the walk, but not talking the talk or vice versa. Um, she, was posting um, lots of positive things on her business page and saying, oh, and here's pictures from this event that went so well. And then come to find out our event that was in like two days time. And we're like, is the event still on? You know, come to find out it's been canceled and she didn't care to tell us about that. So um, it's a really great example about um, this, this trust and this transaction of you rely on people and then they just fall flat on their promises so yeah and a, and a business relationship or an interaction there 
is one thing, extremely annoying, you know, inconveniencing and mm-hmm. all those sorts of things. But when you're dealing with interpersonal relationships with other people, friends, family, uh, people you work with, that sort of thing, it can be really tough because you have to see these people all the time, right? And right. it's, you know, over and over. It, it, it's just very difficult sometimes to, to not know what you're going to get, right? So. Yeah, it can create tension with these people. And it can just create difficulty when you're trying to gain or maintain trust with someone because this is how you gain trust in someone or maintain that trust that was already built. And so then once this happens, you know, once or twice, like everyone's human or whatever, but if this is a repeated issue, you the the person on the receiving end of that begins to question if anything this person actually says is true, if they'll be there in their desperate time of need need how true is the connection and relationship with this person like you think everything's great but they keep canceling on you or they don't answer you back or whatever and they if you're sitting there thinking they can't take this simple task seriously how are you supposed to take anything seriously so following through on what we say we will do is a form of how we just gain and trust people gain or maintain our trust with people so unless we can have that there's again there's that transaction within a relationship there's no there's no go back and forth situation Mm -hmm. and yeah things happen and situations happen people can't always follow through i get it but you know again we're talking about more than the you know than the little bit that would inconveniently happen kind of thing um also saying sorry repeatedly and you know getting yourself out of this situation and washing your hands and phew on with the show and then over and over and over it's just not cool you know shows lack of respect and it's it's hard to resolve some of those situations after after they've been done because it brings in so many other elements than than just the issue at hand a lot of emotional kind of things and yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've heard the expression, um, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. So mm-hmm. to just blatantly say like, hey, like I can't make it or you know what, my plate is so overloaded right now or whatever, or whatever circumstance. I mean, we're on this topic right now, but um, it's, it, but that's not true. So if you have someone that you constantly have to apologize to, they they just assume every time it's like the boy who cried wolf, right. you know, everything you say is a lie. So I'm not going to take you seriously when an honest situation happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we have some little tips here uh, about uh, it's from a site called jamesclear.com. And he offers resolutions uh, to these types of situations. So uh, he says things like design your future actions. So locking your behavior and create a commitment to yourself. I mm-hmm. guess that that's kind of the under, underpinning in a lot of these circumstances is, you know, sometimes people that don't follow through on what they say they're going to do. Um, maybe they don't have strong commitments to themselves or they, they have a issue with lack of respect for others. Mm -hmm. And even just thinking it on the flip side of things, like if I was thinking in perspective of myself and making commitments to other people, um, 
I've found myself in certain situations where I've made a plan with someone and then like the day comes around or hours before I'm sitting there going, I was looking forward to this event, but like I'm sitting here and I don't want to do it anymore. And so then you start to like think of excuses in your head. Well, what could I tell them that would be believable of why I'm not coming or whatever? But that's that's an issue with me. And that doesn't sound like you though. You're pretty, you're pretty responsible. I've had moments. I mean, I'm human. Like I've had situations where I'm like, well, I guess I could reschedule with them seeing as I'm not feeling up to it today, but that's, that's an issue between me and me, not the other person. So um, yeah, that's a, a, to just make the commitment to yourself to stick to your plans would be a great start. Like I'm, I'm saying, I'm pretty good myself. I, I wouldn't, once I had made the commitment, I would stick to it, even if it wasn't something I necessarily felt like doing in the moment. But uh, when I give my word, I'm serious about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's just more about that for me that, that it is my word. And, and I take that seriously. Mm um and to follow this kind of train uh the next tip is to reduce the friction of starting so the guilt and frustration of procrastination or disappointing others is often worse than actually doing the work or the thing you set out to do in the first place and just to continue my thought a lot of times that's what pulls me out of it is the thought of well you might as well do it today because if it's not today you're gonna have to reschedule another time So that's a lot of the time what pulls me out of that. And it's never that I don't necessarily actually want to do the thing. It's just the thought of, oh, I have to get dressed and get out of bed. And again, that's a me issue. Also, uh, something else I just thought about as we were sitting here is, you know, then there's also the circumstances. And I know people have done it to me um, where there was a situation and there was a plan made and then something else comes up and, yeah. you know, perhaps they, that new thing is more interesting or something that they had maybe been looking forward to doing. And uh, I've, I've seen people shaft others in that regard. And again, for me, that wasn't such a cool experience. Right. And I know myself, I, I wouldn't choose to do that, but I know there's, all different kinds of people out there. I, I can just say from the receiving end, it sucked. So, yeah. and again, with the trust thing, you're sitting there and you're going, okay, so you only need me when I'm fun, fun and exciting. And I'm the number one, most exciting piece versus you made a commitment to me and we're going to do the thing that we set out to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the last one is uh, to utilize implementation intentions. So you can write down a clearly defined intention. Uh, you can timestamp it and whatever you foresee the outcome to be. And mom and I have quickly touched on this too. And I believe our time management episode um, about writing d- things down and creating a timestamp. It's something about like by this date or this time of day, I'm going to have this done. And for whatever reason, that seems to help the process along. So, yeah. yeah. So in conclusion, the bottom line is, you are what you do, not what you say you will do. And that was a quote from Carl Jung. Uh, This is relevant in many situations in life and not just in what we discussed today. Yeah. And obviously we are all imperfect. Um, I mean, here we are, no kidding. (laughs) But there is obviously always work to be done 
within ourselves. So mom and I do a lot of talking on our podcast. I mean, obviously that's what a podcast is, but just so you know, we each have our own individual struggles and are on our own journeys of self-improvement and we keep out yeah. spewing out information um, but know that a lot of research and thought and time goes into that. It, this, it's not that we're just poof that wise. I know it's hard to believe, but <laughs> we are the epitome of imperfect a lot of the time. Needless <laughs> to say, even though we come off as, you know, you don't want to see the way I'm sitting right now to have myself placed, but, you know, it looks perfect here, but yeah. So we hope you hear our hearts today. We're learning things just the same as you're learning things. And uh, sometimes it makes the journey a little bit easier to know that we each all have our own individual struggles and our own individual paths to work. And uh, we're all imperfectly perfect. Mm -hmm. So thank you again for listening to our podcast and we will see you next Monday. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.